This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. All right, hockey fans, let's get you set for this game number one in the low vision and development division as Team Black gets set to take on Team Yellow here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. My name's Nico Cartarelli. Very pleased to be joined up here in the booth by Fast Eddie. That's Ed Parento providing color commentary here in this game. Ed, welcome back. Uh, thanks a lot, Nico. And uh, just a quick good morning to Fred out in Cudworth, Saskatchewan. I know he's tuned in. Yeah, we're happy to have Fred and everybody on board. Absolutely. If you are tuned in, you can tweet me at bro behind the mic. Let us know who you're cheering on and where you're tuning in from. And we'll get to a few viewer shoutouts throughout the broadcast. Well, I want to mention that we've got Gary Steves, president of the Canadian National Blind Hockey Association, sitting by. And we'll get him here in on the broadcast in a few moments to do an interview with Gary. But play is underway in this low vision and development division game here on day number two at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. It's Amanda Proven bringing the puck in, and she had a big day yesterday for Team Black in their exhibition game. Yeah, she sure did, two yeah, goals. She, yeah, potted a couple of goals for yeah. them in that 4 nothing victory. Dominic Tate brings the puck up the ice right now for Team Yellow. As Ryan Cousy as well, trying to dig away for it. And it's shot up the ice. Nice work there defensively by Proven for Team Black. Yeah, they definitely had the advantage yesterday. They seem to be clicking a lot better than Team Yellow was. We'll see what happens today. Hustling for the puck, and it'll be Team Black scooping it up as La Montagna gets there, and it's going to be offside against Team Black with 14.05 remaining here in the first period of play. Yeah, you mentioned uh, his name a lot yesterday. Um, a player from the Yibu. I actually ran into his grandparents in the hotel on the way over here this morning, and they were so excited to be here and have the opportunity to watch their grandson play. They were just really thrilled. And when we were talking about him, I said, man, he had such a great game yesterday. I said, oh, good. Well, we hope he has a good game here again today. <laughs> And so far, La Montagna doing a good job out there for Team Black. Well, we've got a very special guest joining us up here in the booth, and we better welcome him in because when you're a president, your time is valuable, and we don't want to waste his time. So let's welcome in Gary Steves, president of the Canadian Blind Hockey Association. Oh, thanks very much for having me here. Oh, thanks for being here, Gary. And while we're thrilled to have you up here in the booth, I am a little bit shook that you're not down on the ice this weekend because I've always enjoyed watching you play, and it's just not quite the same with you not being between the posts here this weekend. Uh, I can say it's not much, not very, not the same for me either. But I'm scouting out all my competition really nicely, thanks to your good calls. <laughs> Thank you. So you know, there's a lot of excitement around this weekend for a number of reasons. As there's a great shot coming off the stick of Brian McLean that went just wide to the far post. Gary, let's talk about some of the uh, initiatives over the past year and how blind hockey has grown f across the country. Well, I think the coolest thing that's happened in the last year, I mean, there's many, many things happening, but it's having our first ever children and youth program, mm -hmm. a 10-week hockey program in the GTA area. Mm -hmm. um, we're seeing the results of that here coming up after this game. Um, I just think it's amazing because these, the, these are the kids that are going to grow up and be future Paralympians, hopefully, right? Absolutely. You know, it's pretty remarkable how... Um, how that child and youth division has grown so much in such a short period of time and the game yesterday and of course they'll be on the ice here again today at 12:45 p.m i think it really speaks to the work uh, that both the kids have put in on the ice but the organizers away from the rink as well yeah well great coaches with paul and luca working in that program the volunteers coming out every week and helping the kids get ready and get on the ice and learn the skills they need to learn so uh, it's just exciting for us. It just we, we got into a funding opportunity that allowed us to do this this year, and I think it's going to help us showcase what it's like and be able to get more funding to do that in the next years, hopefully in other cities as well. As uh, Team Black bring the puck into the zone here, Samuel Lemontan tries to feather it in front. That's broken up. Nice defensive work by Dave Poitavan for Team Yellow. Gary, your role as president of the association it's been pretty interesting to see the growth of the game over the past six years, this being the sixth tournament. Where do you hope the future of blind hockey goes? 
Well, I mean, one of our key goals certainly is to get the sport more international so we can get on that pathway to the Paralympics. And mm -hmm. uh, as you're aware, we're having a big announcement tomorrow, and that's the beginning of the process. We'll have a USA-Canada hockey series in October. And that's, uh, that's step one. That's pretty darn exciting, I have to say. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because I was just about to get to that. Maybe let's expand a little bit on, on that upcoming summit between Team Canada, Team USA. Maybe pull back the curtain a little bit and how did that whole idea come to fruition? Uh, it's something we've been working on. I mean, try and you might recall, like back when we had our first tournament here, we had one American mm -hmm. five years ago, six years ago, mm -hmm. and that's grown into those eight programs, new programs starting. Uh, USA Disability Hockey has blind hockey as one of their pillars. So as those things all fell into place, uh, there's more, you know, opportunity, I guess, and more desire for that Canada versus USA thing. We know it's a big thing to get other countries interested. Right. Uh, always been our intentions once we grew the game in Canada to get it in the, going in the United States, so that that optic <coughs> is there. And then once we do that, I think other countries are going to see the sport and see how amazing it is. And we're starting to get that even here at the tournament this year as we've got a participant from Oxford, England, uh, playing here in the Open Division. That's John Tree. Um, but, yeah, in terms of the growth and, and just everything overall, it's really great to have it come to this point where we can put on an exhibition between Canada and the U.S. Now, you mentioned the fact that... the first ever Canadian national blind hockey team is set to be announced tomorrow. Can you give us any inside scoops? Do you know any uh, shoe-ins on the team? Anything you can uh, break for us right now? Well, I'm fairly confident there'll be some uh, blind pairs, players from all across Canada on the team. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real good inside scoop. Thank you, Gary. No problem. <laughs> no, I am curious. Uh, because of your role uh, as president of the association, but you're also one of the top goaltenders. What are you hoping to be involved? Do you want to be involved on the administration side, or are you hoping that you'll get one of the coveted three spots as one of the goaltenders for Team Canada? Oh, no, I want to be on the ice. Okay. It's a historical event. I want to be out there shutting down those Americans. <laughs> now, we obviously know there's some good trash talk between the two squads as well. Have you reached out to any of your American colleagues and started uh, with a bit of trash talk yet? Oh, yes. Well, Kevin was telling me, Kevin Shanley from yep. the USA Hockey, he's going explaining how they were going to beat us. And I, I said, I must have read my email wrong because I, I, my speech program said you were going to beat us. I, I don't <laughs> understand. You must, have, you must have meant to say meet us. <laughs> so, yeah, he was talking about having, like, you know, maybe some B5s on their team or something. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a bit of an unfair advantage. So. <laughs> well, we got a superstar developing this weekend, so... I, I think Team Canada is looking pretty hot with our, our kind of key centers, so it's looking pretty awesome. No kidding. I mean, some players who have really emerged here this weekend, including Jason Yuha, he's really put on a show. And, yeah, you'd have to think that the way he's played, he's going to be battling for one of those spots on the Team Canada roster. Yeah, I think so. Now, there's 8-10 left here in the first period. And, again, Gary, we don't want to take up too much of your time because we know you've got a ton on your plate. But uh, if folks want to get some more information on Canadian blind hockey, how can they do so? Well, they can go to blindicehockey.com, and it tells you all about the rules, all about the games, what's going on. Uh, we have a Facebook page as well, Canadian Blind Hockey. Uh, we're also in the tail end of a fundraising campaign, so if you go to yes. canadianblindhockey.ca, we're trying to raise $50,000 by April 1st, which is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And we're getting close, but we need people to donate some more money so we can do more of these cool programs and get kids and adults on the ice skating and, and participating in Canada's game. So there you heard it, folks. Make a donation. Help us reach our goal. Head over to blindicehockey.ca, and you can make your donation today as we get an offside called against Team Black with 7.15 remaining here in the first period. It's a scoreless game in this low vision and development division between these two teams. Well, Gary, I want to thank you so much for your time. We'll let you get back to the action and let you go kiss some babies and shake some hands, all the presidential stuff that a good president does. Thank you very much for having me. And again, thank you to AMI for doing this. And uh, you're doing an awesome job. I'm sitting on the other side of the rink listening to the games, and I know what's going on, so it's, it makes it much more enjoyable for me. Our pleasure. Gary Steves, thank you so much for joining us. Gary Steves, the president of the Canadian Blind Hockey Association. Gary, thank you so much. Well, we're back to the action here. It's scoreless right now, and Ed, it's been a tight game. Both teams checking really close defensively, and there's not been much separating these teams from an offensive standpoint. Uh, not really, no, and then, you know, no goals so far. Um, now my question to you hmm. is, are the rosters the same today? 
I believe they're exactly the same. Okay. There's one player wearing number four for Team Yellow who's not identified on our roster. So that one is a little curious to me. Okay. Um, but aside from that, they do seem to be the same. I didn't notice any changes. Um, it's pretty much the same squads as yesterday as Zach Robinson takes it behind the goal for Team Yellow. Robinson with the puck on a string, stick handling. There he loses it as Laura Mark tries to keep it in the zone. It comes out to center ice, and it'll be scooped up by Sean Creelman. Creelman brings it in. He's at the far side faceoff dot, tries to drop it off to Mark, but Ashley Andrews with a good back check breaks that one up. Nice play by Shannon Murphy to hold it in at the line. As Team Yellow have possession, the shot goes wide of the net of Justin Wack, who had a great debut yesterday. Yeah, he combined with the Francis Manila for the shutout yesterday. Mm -hmm. And he played really well, both in the child and youth division game and here in the low vision and development division. Catherine Gauthier in net right now for Team Yellow. She hasn't faced a shot yet, but with five minutes remaining here in the first period, She'll need to stay sharp as Team Black gain possession. She didn't do uh, too bad either yesterday. Only gave up one goal, so. Um, I, and like you said, I think I think she'd been, she was a defenseman last year, so new to the uh, to the net. Team Yellow digging away for a shooting chance here. They play it back to the line, but it's past the stick of Murphy, and it'll be Poven who picks it up for Team Black. Amanda Poven. She's got Karen Rousseau with her. Tries to feed it over to Rousseau who tries to get it back to Poven. It's sitting there around the hash marks, digging away for it. Poven and Rousseau against a couple of Team Yellow defenders, and the shot goes wide of the near post. Poven into the corner, retrieves it, tries to get around Tate. Poven lets the shot fly. Great save there from Gauthier as she got a glove on that shot. Team Yellow take possession as they'll skate it out here. Puck fed over to Tate, but that's broken up by Poven, and Team Black regained possession with Karen Rousseau bringing it across the blue line. They bring it just offside, so we'll have a whistle with four, uh, 3.45 left in the period. Wow, this period's moving right along. Yeah, not a lot of stoppages no. here in this one. And they, a lot more evenly played, too. Um, not, yeah. Not so, not so much domination by Team Black so far. A very tight game here in this one and really it's been tight hockey all weekend long yeah As the last game was a little bit a uh, little bit of a wider spread and score but a uh, bit more bandwagon hockey in the last one yeah yeah as la montagna centers it and it's just out of the reach of oxford england's own nathan tree who is setting up in the low slot for that shooting chance team yellow regained possession as dave poitavin Ices this one down. It'll go all the way past oh. the near side post and it'll be scooped up by Dave Brown. He feathers that one just out of the reach of Ashley Andrews. And Poitavin has it for Team Yellow. He banks it out to center ice. Randy Cameron trying to locate the puck and now he has it on his backhand. Quickly taken away by Andrews who makes the pass over to Tree. Tree under pressure, held in. Nice play there by Team Black as Dominic Leroux keeps it in at the line. LaMontagne tries to work his way out of the corner. It ends up out of the zone and out through center ice where Team Black will have to retrieve it as Brody McKenzie and Dominic Leroux, the first back on it for Team Black. Ooh, one of the players crashing into one of the referees as the referee wasn't aware of the positioning. And that's Brian McLean, who is down and in some discomfort right now. That's not good. Uh, Brian has been in a few collisions this year with the ice owls, and uh, it's not looking, you know, not looking good if he's uh, somehow been injured. He's still on his back, and he is definitely in discomfort right now as... Well, they bring out the EMS workers to assess the situation. That's not good. Nope. But what is good is the CNIB 100th anniversary free skate, which folks can participate in 
between 2 and 3 p.m. today. Of course, admission to that skate is free, just like admission to games here all weekend are free. So come on down to the Madame Athletic Center and come partake in the CNIB 100th anniversary free skate. Nice round of applause as McLean gets helped over to the bench and will have to wait to watch if he returns to action or not. Right now they'll just get him down on the bench and give him a bit of a respite with 147 left here in the first period. I gotta make a bit of a correction here because he's team team yellow, right? Mm-hmm. Five deaf blind players on team yellow. Oh yes. Not four. Yep. So yeah, Ryan from Edmonton and four ice owls. Um an interesting choice of, of rosters, I guess, but uh, they you know, whoever put it together, I guess figured it would work. Face off just outside the team black blue line. Team yellow have it as they try dump it in. It's Karen Rousseau who feeds it out to the team yellow blue line and it's held there by Dave Poitavin. He passes it up to Laura Mark. Mark tries to feather it back in front. That's broken up and Poitavin has it at center ice. Poitavin makes a pass to Creelman. Creelman drops that one off. Mark gets it at the blue line, gains the zone. And Team Black whip it to the boards, but not out. Held in, nice work there by Sean Creelman. Rousseau digs it out. She took a bit of a high stick there from Creelman, and she didn't like it. She actually gave him a bit of a shot as the two skated away. Oh, you don't mess with Karen. She doesn't <laughs> take any crap. <laughs> well, she gets you. She certainly got a good whack on Creelman there. As we're inside the final 60 seconds of this first period, it's a scoreless game right now between Team Black and Team Yellow in this low vision and development division game. Mark makes the pass to Creelman. Creelman gets it back to Mark, who from her backhand feeds it to the slot. There's a shot. Oh, what a great save by Justin Wack. He stuck out the right pad and made a huge save to keep this scoreless. Yeah, both goals, uh, goalies have not been really overly busy, but uh, he was there when they needed him. A big save there from Justin Wack. You're right, Ed. He hasn't faced a ton of metal here in this one, but that was a big save there with just 34 seconds left in the period. Yeah, that's one, that's one that you want. You hate to give up those goals in the last minute or the first minute of the period, and uh, he came through and uh, shut that one down. 30 seconds left here in the first period as Zach Robinson tries to keep it in the zone. He battles there against Samuel Lemontagna. And the puck comes out of the scrum. Nice work by Ashley Andrews to get it out to center. 15 seconds left in the period. Andrews gets it to La Montagna, but they go in just offside. And we'll have a stoppage with 10.8 seconds remaining here in the first period. Yeah, two players battling for the puck there, uh, La Montagne and, uh, and Zach Robinson. I've been impressed with both of them. I think, I think this is their first tournament. And they've done well. Yeah, they absolutely have. They've had a good showing. Ten seconds remaining here in the period. Can Robinson get to that puck in time? He has it on his stick, feeds it over to Tate, but that'll do it as the buzzer sounds. The first period ends in a scoreless draw, 0-0 here between Team Black and Team Yellow in this low vision and development division game. Yeah, much more even. I'm waiting for, uh, for it maybe to get, start getting a little feisty. Maybe in game three, <laughs> yeah, something with, something's going to happen because uh, familiarity, and you know all about that when it comes to hockey. No kidding. And you talk about familiarity. Well, a number of Toronto Ice Owls playing on both of these teams, so you got to think they've got the inside scoop here on their fellow teammates, uh, even yeah, though they're, they're going head-to-head. -head. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's it's like I said yesterday, this is like Sunday mornings for me, so there's two more Sundays <laughs> to go. <laughs> figuratively speaking. Well, um, we've been getting some uh, great tweets all weekend long, and you can connect with us through social media. Send me a tweet, Nico Cardarelli. My handle is at bro behind the mic. Make sure you also give a follow to at CDN Blind Hockey and at AMI Audio. We get a few great tweets coming in, including one from Matthew DiMichele who's tweeting in that he's enjoying the action, loves that we're broadcasting it. And I had another great one here, where'd it go? 
Yes, Amit Tandon also tweeting in that he's loving the action. So let us know who you're cheering on, where you're tuning in from, and we'll get to a few more shout-outs throughout the broadcast. Yeah, it's always great to hear from people, you know, that they're listening and enjoying this. And, uh, and heck, you, you got a great shout-out early in the broadcast. Why don't you give another one to your brother? Hey, Fred, hope you're, hope you're enjoying the game. I uh, know yesterday my, uh, my girlfriend Sandy called and to make sure that he'd heard it, and I guess he was just having a blast listening to this. Well, Fred, we hope you're enjoying the action, and we hope everyone who's tuned in here to the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament is enjoying the action here from the Madame Athletic Centre. As we're broadcasting live, thank you to AMI for making it possible, and a big thanks to CNIB for their part as well. Uh, second period here, Team Yellow have the puck. Shot from the point, that one gets blocked. A gutsy block there from Dominic LaRue as it came off the stick of Dave Poitavin. Dave's getting a little bit more into the action today. He uh, didn't really mention his name a lot yesterday, but... Uh... He's playing really well here today. Uh, Zach Robinson feeds it over to Ryan Cousy. He's at the hash marks, tries to sweep it towards the net, and it just goes wide. Robinson puts it across the goal mouth, but no one there for Team Yellow to get a stick on it. And that'll give Karen Rousseau a chance to clear the zone. Rousseau gets it to Proven, but then Team Yellow bring it right back in offside. So we'll have a whistle with 13.50 left in the second period. Last year's tournament, uh, Dave didn't play, uh, Portovan. We were going to watch the, uh, the select game and we went and just barely sat down and the puck flew over the glass <laughs> and just about nailed both of us in the head. Oh, jeez. So I, I guess he figured this year it's safer on the ice. <laughs> and I guess I'm pretty safe up here, so. At least he's got a helmet down That's there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Poitavin, a uh, stay-at-home defenseman for Team Yellow. He's done a great job here today as we're scoreless with 13-15 remaining in the second period in this low vision and development division game. Brian McLean, he took a bit of an inadvertent collision earlier. Good to see him back out on the ice. Of course, McLean, a member of the Toronto Ice Owls, and he does a good job there to dig the puck away from a crowd. Yeah, Team, team Yellow's looking a lot better today. More into the game, I think. Absolutely. They bring that one in offside, so we'll have a whistle with 12.45 left here in the second period. Yeah, you wonder what they uh, would have said after the game yesterday, maybe last night, but they've certainly come out and Team Yellow are firing on a whole new uh, set of cylinders here today. I mean, they look like a completely different team today. Oh, they do, yeah, yeah, they do. They're actually carrying the play a bit more than they did yesterday. They were, the ice was a bit tilted in a couple of occasions mm. in the game yesterday, but uh, now it's kind of tilting the other way a little bit. Well, we'll see if Team Black can even out the ice at all as Amanda Proven brings it into the zone. She tries to feed it over to La Montagna, but that's broken up as Team Yellow gained possession behind their own goal. Given away, Proven has it at the far side hash marks. Tries to feather it over to La Montagna, hits him in the skates. A good pass, though. So let's see if Team Black can capitalize. La Montagna at the near side hash marks. Gets around one defender. He's at the faceoff dot. Still battling for the puck. Prove in there as well for Team Black, and she sweeps it just wide. Team Yellow can't clear the zone on the first attempt. On second effort, they do, and they're rushing it up here. All the way in behind the goal. 11.30 remaining here in the second period. Team Yellow trying to get the opening goal of this game. Nice defensive work there by Greg Russell to sniff that out. And now Proven has it behind her own goal. Proven. Stick handling, and she shields it there from Laura Mark. But she can't clear the zone as Shannon Murphy keeps it in at the point. Shot, that one just goes wide of the near post as... Letting that fly was Randy Cameron. Out of the near side corner, they try center it. Gets to the front of the goal and it goes all the way through the crease where Ben Lo Hung, or Ho Long of Team Black clears the danger. Ho Long had a goal yesterday for Team Black. Yeah, and an assist, a big game for his first tournament game. Absolutely. Although no scoring here yet in this one, 10.35 remaining in the second period. Centering pass intended there for Creelman. That got broken up, 
and Ho Lung clears it out across the blue line. Laura Mark feeds it near side. Creelman will get to it first for Team Yellow. Sean Creelman takes it all the way back behind the Team Black net. Centers it out front, intended for Mark. It's on the stick of Robinson. His shot just goes over top the near side. Great shooting chance there. Maybe the best shot of the game so far as Zach Robinson just missed making it 1-0. Yeah, you got to hit the net, people. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's just missing slightly. And it's funny you say that because the I think the inclination for, for sighted hockey players is you want to fire it hard, right? You want to yeah. get lots of pace on the puck. But here in blind hockey, it's really more about finesse and placement of the shots than power, per se. Absolutely. I mean, there are some guys out there who can really let it fly. Mark Demonis is one, and uh, Kelly Serbu can really let it rip, too. But yeah, it's really, it is finesse, and just uh, you know, getting a little traffic in, the, in front of there and uh, banging away. And especially with the nets being a whole foot shorter, you really want to make sure that you get your shots on goal because a hard shot that goes over top the net really doesn't do you any good. And there's a beauty goal as Zach Robinson picks up the loose puck on the near side and he roofs it over top the sprawling whack. It's one nothing, Team Yellow. Well, that breaks the goose egg for those guys and that's a good thing. I think, uh, you know, it gives them a little more confidence. This three-game this three series could, then, uh, could become quite interesting. A big goal there for Zach Robinson to give Team Yellow the one nothing lead here in this low vision and development division game. And an important goal for Team Yellow after they were shut out yesterday. That's their first here of the tournament. Well, we've got Vince Ryan standing beside me. We'll have to get him on for an interview at some point because I'm sure he's got a lot to say after that tough game this morning. Big goal for Vince down the stretch, but a little too, little too late as Team Black dump it in here. And Proved continues to dig away for it. Puck comes out to center ice. Eight minutes remaining here in the second period. Team Yellow have a one nothing lead. Courtesy the goal just moments ago off the stick of Zach Robinson. Yeah, well-deserved. He's played really good and deserved that goal. Provan picks it up for Team Black. She brings it across the line here over at the far side hash mark. She's got Lemontania setting up in front. Tries to feed it over to him in the puck just out of his reach. Lemontania has it now, takes the shot. That one's blocked. And it'll be scooped up here by Team Yellow with 7.30 remaining in the period. Well, we've got one of the stars of the tournament here in the booth with us. Oh, my. And we better welcome him in because if we don't, I'm sure he'll have something to say anyways. Oh, my. Shirts <laughs> are going on from upstairs. This is getting hard here this weekend. Vince Ryan, thank you for taking the time to join us here. How are you feeling, Thanks, Nico. I'm feeling better today. A little bit of a sore neck yeah. and uh, bruised ego, but uh, we're good. <laughs> I was That's hoping to hear Donald Trump again today, but I guess it's not going down. I sound like P.K. Subban today now that my, my voice is gone. I, I, I just play. I give up the puck as much as he does as well. Well, yeah, but P.K. doesn't score the goals that you score. You score way nicer goals than oh, P.K. Oh, God, I got, I got lucky today. Literally, it just ended up on my stick, and I was like, is it really here? <laughs> right place, right time, and yeah. you made it count, buddy. As really? We've got a goaltending change here in this one. It'll be Blaine Ducher coming in for Catherine Gauthier for Team Yellow, and for Team Black, Francis Manella takes the net in place of Justin Wack. They're getting lucky with Francis Manella. I get to play with him in Montreal, and uh, that kid has come a long way over the past couple of years. He's, mm. uh, especially since we brought in the blindfold into yes. the game. Um, he, he, he said it as a point uh, on the train up here last year that he wanted to make it a point to show everybody that it wasn't just a fluke that he was winning uh, national tournaments before because he, he had a little bit a little bit more vision than the uh, the normal guys but he wanted right. to make it a point that once you get the uh, once you get the blindfolders on that he was just as good and I think he did a good job at it last year yeah he did last year he played pretty well yesterday he takes the net now for team black here in this low vision and development division game Vince, you guys had a game uh, earlier this morning. Uh, your team drops the game 6-4 to Team Gold. Um, where's where's the mentality of your team now? Because I, 
I would think you guys are a little surprised to be 0-2 at this point in the tournament. You know, <clears throat> the overtime the overtime loss yesterday, um, literally two shots today went in that were mm -hmm. that that were just tight goals. The, the guys in the room are feeling fine about what's going on. I mean, of course, we're not happy that we're losing, but sure. these are the closest hockey games in this tournament's history. Right. This whole tournament has been, the team matchups has been as close as it possibly can be, and and the skill level has come up this year like nobody's business. You know, norm normally, uh, you know, we're out here, some of us guys are out here just for a skate and to, you know, shoot yep. puck in. Yep. This year we're actually having to try, you know. And this year we're actually having to come out and really put it down because every guy is out there wanting to win it. And I got to give it up to uh, Coach Kearns today. He had yeah. his team collapsing, playing a trap in the zone, and he's got his guys kicking on all points. And, I mean, uh, trying to sit down, uh, just going after Wyatt, you know, having all yeah. of my good old battles that I have with Wyatt. Of course, we got a penalty together yes. again today. <laughs> we did mention that, yes. Coming out hugging again. <laughs> well, and I said that, you know, they may be rivals on the ice, but I can pretty much guarantee you tonight they'll be sharing a laugh about oh, that. Oh, my so. goodness, yeah. <laughs> A laugh in a cold ice bath because, uh, <laughs> my goodness, I'm getting old for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may be, but you're still getting it done, and you got a big goal there in your game. Now, Vince, uh, this is an exciting weekend for a number of reasons. It's the 100th anniversary of CNIB, and they're hosting the free skate here at 2 p.m. But for players on the ice, i got to think this is a, a very special weekend because tomorrow we'll have the first-ever Canadian National Blind Hockey Team named. The yeah, roster will that, be named. That is, uh, that is an amazing feat. I am got my fingers crossed and my toes crossed, <laughs> and I better put a couple more goals in the net yeah. before the uh, end of the weekend. Uh, it's because uh, it would be so, you know, the, the guys are looking at this. I mean, it's... It, it, it's not really getting talked about, but at the same time, you can tell everybody has picked up their game. Everybody right. wants to have, like, an acknowledgement. You know, every guy that uh, classifies from B3 to B1 mm -hmm. is, uh, is, wants to have that, uh, that phone call. Now, right. I, I won't put you on the spot to have you assess your situation with mm -hmm. the team, but what I will ask you is you, you're playing with a number of skilled players on, on your team here, mm -hmm. Team uh, team team Yellow, mm -hmm. uh, who from your team would you potentially expect to be named to the Canadian team? Oh, my. Oh, my. I, I mean, I, w I wouldn't want to leave anybody out. Yep. Um, I mean, of course, Kelly Serbu uh, right. needs to be up there and needs to be uh, – he's a true leader within the game. Uh, let's go uh, Joey Cabral definitely needs to be uh, a mention as a backup or a starter. I mean, it would be hard to get that thing. I, personally, I think Gary is probably the best goalie in the game. Yep. And uh, But to, to back up Gary it would be probably the way to do it. Sure. Uh, I mean, on other teams, I can look at uh, Simon Richard, yeah. uh, Mark DeMontis, uh, Wyatt Harvey. I mean, they're, yeah. the names that are out there, they're gonna, uh, for the selection committee, it's going to be a tough thing because there are a lot of great elite, especially now within the last three years, we'd have to say is that there's some really great elite players that are now out in this, in this thing that can do quite well even in the sighted world games. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? For sure. And for anybody who hasn't ever come out to see any of these games, it would be a perfect time to come up because one thing that we always get is I cannot believe how fast this game is live. Mm. It's a much different uh, It's a much different story. It's a much different aspect when you're down and you're watching these guys skate around because, you know, there's a big perception that, you know, it's going to be slow hockey, but uh, right. telling you from being out there and being out of breath. Uh, it's, a, it's a quick game. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Andrews brings it into the zone here for Team Black after receiving the pass from Samuel LaMontagne. And speaking of Ibu de Montreal, I mean, we'd, we'd have to mention Samuel LaMontagne. He's really impressed me this here young this man, weekend. This young man, uh, he's new to the team, and he is doing quite a good job in this tournament from mm. what I've been hearing. Um, you know... The, the, the Hebrew program from Montreal, they do such a great job. Yes. Uh, Francois, Gilles, and Norm, uh, who mm -hmm. get to run the team out there, um, they're always doing stuff. They got a chance to play out with the Montreal Canadiens this year on the uh, Canadiens yeah. ice at the Molson Centre. Yep. And uh, it's, uh, it's you know, quite a great organization. It's probably one of the organizations that is run pro like an NHL team. Yep, Almost. Absolutely. I mean, our, our equipment is lined out when we come into a room and, mm. uh, you know, we got a trainer and somebody to tape our sticks and drive the bus. And, oh, that's awesome. You know, it's a lot of fun. And I got to give it up to, to those guys for doing such an amazing job. Francois and Jill do amazing. 
Well, we definitely want to give them their props, and, and not just them, but all the uh, volunteers who do a great job making blind hockey possible for all the players every week. Now, Vince, we got a minute 25 left here in the period. If folks want to follow along with your story, because you do a ton of media, you're always doing interviews, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to this weekend away from the rink and how folks can follow you on social media. Uh, you can uh, follow me on Instagram at VJBince, B-I-N-C-E, because I actually had a, a Spanish girlfriend that uh, did, did my uh, <laughs> did my Instagram. She, she, like, uh, she was like, it's Bince, right? And I'm like, no, no, Vince. V -v it's like B-I-N-C-E. I'm like, no, V. Okay, B. So she messed that up, and I've been stuck with that for the past 10 years. Uh, we're going to be having a documentary coming out soon um, about blind hockey. Uh, and for anything else, you can uh, just check out uh, Elite Hockey. Um, to, to if you want to book me for motivational speaking or anything like that. Uh, I do a lot of work with uh, VHL and yep. uh, motivational coaching. So uh, anything like that, just uh, hit me up through Instagram or uh, even Facebook, and uh, we, that's the way we go about it. Well, Vince, I can't thank you enough for taking a couple minutes to come up here in the booth, and we certainly wish you all the best in your game this afternoon when Team Yellow takes on Team Red at 4.25 p.m. Go get that win, buddy. Thanks a lot, buddy. We need that one. Today we need it. Vince Ryan, a member of Team Yellow and an all-star here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. The buzzer sounds and the second period comes to a close. The scoreline favoring Team Yellow as Zach Robinson has the lone goal in this game. 1-0, Team Yellow leads this one. Yeah, very tight contest. Uh, team, yeah, um, team Yellow's really tightened up defensively and... Uh, um, while you were interviewing Vince, I'm not sure how many uh, shots uh, Blaine Ducher had to face, but uh, so far so good. Well, Ed, it's uh, quite the weekend here and quite a game in this low vision and development division. It's certainly much tighter than yesterday's game. Absolutely. And I got to think that uh, Team Yellow is pretty happy with their performance through two periods of play. I would think so. I would think so. Um, you know, feeling pretty confident so far. Um, and, you know, the play's been a lot more even. I, I think they've even maybe dominated at some points. Um, throughout this thing so they're feeling a lot better about themselves than they were yesterday i'm sure i'll take this moment to thank the sponsors who have made this great weekend possible as you're tuned into the 2018 canadian national blind hockey tournament including a big thank you to ami and cnib we also want to acknowledge ryerson university madame athletic center the Toronto Education Workers, Manion, Electra Health Floor, CCM, Letco Brousseau, McKenzie Investments, Eye Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario, the Toronto Toros, the Lions International Club, First Line Promotional Wear, the Holiday Inn, and the GTHL Canada. Thank you for all your support and making this great weekend possible. Well, we've been getting some great tweets, and I better get to a few of them because they're coming in fast now. And I want to give a, <laughs> a shout-out to Sean Browse, who says he's cheering on from Sudbury, Ontario, cheering on Laura Dirty Dangles Mark. So I think we just got a new nickname for Laura Mark. Actually, you know what? <laughs> that came up... Uh I've heard that one before. Oh, have you? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not sure if it's at an ice owl game or maybe last year's tournament. Well, she so. does have some pretty silky smooth hands, so Dirty Dangles is a very <laughs> appropriate handle. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love to pot a goal. I mean, she's been scored a few with the ice owls when she came down from Aurelia this uh, this year. Uh, maybe. Uh, Maybe the Aurelia connection can go together with Poitavin and Mark <laughs> combining for, uh, for a goal here. 
Third period action underway here in the low vision and development division game as Team Yellow lead this one by a score of one to nothing. The lone goal so far coming off the stick of Zach Robinson. They bring the puck right back into the zone as Randy Cameron tries to get that shot goal bound. It's blocked by La Montagna and he'll skate it out here for Team Black. Samuel La Montagna, he's got Ashley Andrews with him. Stops on a dime, tries to feed it over to Andrews. The pass a bit behind her, but she does well to pick it up. And there's the indicator, the buzzer of a good clean pass. That's picked off by Team Yellow, and they'll clear it near side as Brian McLean picks it up at center. Team Yellow bring it into the zone here. 35 seconds gone in the period. They maintain a 1-0 lead, but digging away is La Montagna. He can't clear the line. Yellow make the pass and they bring it in all the way behind the goal, centered in front. And that one's broken up by good defensive play from Gregory Russell. Ashley Andrews makes the pass for Lemontagna on the near side. He gets that puck, corrals it. He's got Andrews with him, tries to spin away from one check, feeds it into the high slot. And then Shannon Murphy backhands it out to center ice. Shot back into the zone as Team Yellow tried to defend here against La Montagna. La Montagna gets around one, puts it right on goal, and a good save there for Blaine Ducher as he holds it with 13.35 left in the third. Yeah, Team, uh, team Black was kind of taking over a little bit. Just grab that thing, get a stoppage, and do the faceoff and go from there. We're getting some great messages as we'll give a shout out to Robert Fenton who's tuning in from Calgary, Alberta. And you gotta think he's proud of some of the Calgary seeing ice dogs here in this game as they've played really well, including goaltender Blaine Ducher. Absolutely, I actually went to school with him. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he was, I, was, I was a few grades ahead of him, but uh, yeah, I remember Bob back in W. Ross. Backhander, oh, what a great chance from Robinson as he puts it over top the net with a Beautiful backhander, and it just missed the mark. Puck cleared out to center ice. Ben Ho-Lung just lost that foot race. And now they chip it up to Karen Rousseau. Rousseau skates it over the blue line. 12.38 remaining here in the third period. As Rousseau sweeps it in front. Great diving block as Megan McHugh lays her body out to make that stop. Couple times she's done that in this tournament already. And Megan, it's a steel puck, girl. <laughs> you don't want to be doing that too many times. Amanda Proven brings it in, makes the pass to Rousseau, but a brilliant back check by Robinson tied up her stick and took away any shooting possibility. Loose puck picked up here by Sean Creelman. He brings it into the zone. He's all alone. He's got to get a teammate for a pass as Laura Marks starts to provide some. Options passed out in front. There's the shot right on, and it's tipped by the defender and in. Team Yellow take a 2-0 lead. Wow. Tough when it goes off one of your defenders and behind you, but uh, that's hockey. Yeah. I did it a few times to my goaltenders, believe me. Wasn't too happy about it, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, tough break there for Francis Manella as it the shot went off the stick of Dominic LaRue, his own defenseman. And trickles behind him, and Team Yellow lead this game 2-0 with 11.30 remaining here in the third period. Yeah, total turnaround from yesterday. Be curious to see who gets credit for that goal. Well, we'll have to wait for the official announcement as Samuel Lemontagna brings the puck into the zone for Team Black. They now trail this game 2-0. Lemontagna shovels it far side over for Andrews. She's at the hash marks, tries to feather it on net. Murphy got in the way of that one. Andrews still there, backhands it in. Ducher gets a huge pad to make that save, and then the quick whistle benefits Team Yellow. And here is that goal announcement. So Timmy Caputo, who was the one unidentified player that we had. And that's interesting because Timmy is actually from the child and youth division, but they've called him up here for this low vision and development division game. Wow. <laughs> so a great moment there for Timmy as he gets his first career goal. Mm -hmm. La Montagna had his feet taken out from him. No call. Play continues on, and Team Yellow clear the puck out to center. Yeah, refs are kind of letting them play here today. A little bit of a 
a battle there earlier between uh, Rousseau and, uh, oh, I forget who it was, who gave, him, gave her a bit of a stick. Yeah, that's right. right. I think it was Robinson. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. And, yes. And, uh, yep. Referees just let him go. So Caputo brings it in for Yellow. He takes it all the way to the net, tries to feed it back to Tate. Now he makes the pass, but that's broken up. And Team Black cleared out to center ice where Shannon Murphy's in a foot race and he gets there just in the nick of time ahead of Karen Rousseau. Oh, they battle each other every once in a while on Sunday. Shannon's game's really improved. Yeah, I've really been impressed with his play over the last couple of years where he used to really not be that mobile. He's really stepped up and he's playing great hockey now. Very impressed with his growth. Well, Luca's had a lot to do with that. Luca Demontis has helped him out and uh, other, you know, other players on the team and they all just, just encourage him. Just go as far as you go as far as you're comfortable and but make sure you can get back and He's actually almost scored a couple goals this year. Well, his team will be shorthanded here for the next two minutes as Ryan Cousy heads to the box. And Team Black will have a power play. As Amanda Proven gets set to take the face off. Uh, I'm sure she'll be going, looking for goals on this one here. Hopefully two minutes or less for, for, their, for this team, but uh, we'll see what the PK is like for Team, uh, team Yellow. Sean Creelman steps in to take the draw for Team Yellow. He had a nice game yesterday. Yeah, he played great yesterday. Yeah. He's done well here today as well. And uh, Robinson's gonna step in to take the draw instead. So 9.26 remaining here in the third period. Team Yellow shorthanded for the next two minutes or less. Off the face-off. Rousseau controls it for Team Black. She plays it back to the point. There's the indicator of the good pass. LaMontagna receives it at the hash marks, but he's tied up. Great defensive work there by Robinson to tie up the stick. Puck near side at the face-off dot. Rousseau shovels it in front, and it's just out of the reach of Pro, uh, Provin, who had Poitavin all over her. Amanda Proven digs it off the half wall. She plays it behind the team yellow net. Dave Poitavin gets to it first, banks it off the near side boards. And in the foot race, it's held in at the line. Nice work at the blue line by Dominic LaRoe. Russo tries to center it in front. It's at the hash marks. They clear it to the far side boards. And a good effort by Zach Robinson to backhand it out through the neutral zone. A nope. minute 10 remaining here in the power play. Nice penalty kill so far by Team Yellow. Yeah, they're doing a great job here shorthanded, keeping Team Black to the perimeter and not really giving them anything of any consequence. As Timmy Caputo picks it up here for Team Yellow. Under pressure there from La Montaigne, he backhands it to the near side, which essentially gives it away to Team Black as Karen Rousseau picks it up. Rousseau plays it down low to Proven. Under pressure for Megan McHugh. Proven gets around her, but can't get around Poitavin, and Poitavin banks it off the boards to the line where it's picked up by Caputo. Caputo has his pocket picked by Proven. She'll bring it back across the line with 25 seconds left here in the team, back, team black power play. Karen Rousseau tries to backhand it into the zone on second effort. She gets it across the blue line, but Brian McLean uh, shoots it right back out to center. Inside the team yellow zone, Dave Poitavan will be the first on it here. He banks it off the near boards, where Dominic LaRue scoops it up. He plays it intended for Ashley Andrews, a bit out of her reach. Ryan Cousy now out of the box, so we're back to five-a-side hockey. Nice kill. Caputo has it on his stick into the zone here for Team Yellow. Brings it all the way behind the goal. 7-10 remaining in the third period. Caputo centers it in front. Cousy in the high slot. Let's the shot fly and it goes off the outside of the post. He had Manella beat, but he just couldn't get it between the posts. Ashley Andrews tries to clear the zone. Nothing doing that time. And Brody McKenzie providing some defensive support there. Good second effort, they get it out now as Andrews brings it through the neutral zone. She plays that one to the far side for Ben Ho Lung as he caught a bit of a rut there, couldn't gain possession and now Caputo has it for Team Yellow. He dumps it out across center. Kusi tries to get it a little bit further up the ice as 
Laura Dirty Dangles Mark couldn't come up with that puck. <laughs> now it's on the stick of Zach Robinson. He has the one of the two goals here for Team Yellow. He got the first goal in this game, but as he got across the blue line, his pocket was picked, and here comes Samuel Lemontagne for Team Black. He drops it off to Amanda Proven. Proven lets the shot fly, and she scores! Team Black get on the board, and with six minutes left in the third, it's a one-goal game. Wow, nice play. Nice play, nice passes by the two of them. And Amanda, she can score. Seen her do that on Sundays uh, with the Ice Owls. A big goal there from Proven, her third in two games here this weekend. And Samuel Lemontagne draws a brilliant assist and his grandparents will be happy about that. Absolutely. Actually, I can see them right, right across from us. Oh. Big smile on his grandmother's face right now. <laughs> oh, there you go, that's great. As her grandson sets up the big goal for Team Black to get them within one. Team Yellow bring it right back in. Sean Creelman's shot goes wide and then a whistle what to stop got? the play. Not sure why they're blowing this one down. But the face-off will come outside the blue line. So face-off coming outside the Team Black blue line. Zach Robinson won the draw, but couldn't corral it cleanly. And now Ashley Andrews has it for Team Black. She feeds it up for Rousseau. Karen Rousseau coming across the blue line. Great back check there by Robinson to take the puck away from her. But it's on the stick of Andrews. She gives that one away. It's Laura Mark who feeds it forward, but a delayed offside here against Team Yellow gives Ashley Andrews some time to break out for Team Black. 4.15 remaining here in the third period as Laura Mark tries to keep the puck in the zone. Gregory Russell plays it off the near boards, but not out as Sean Creelman holds it in. Creelman's shot goes just wide of the near post. It's in the far corner where Solomon Chowdhury plays it off the boards to the line, but Shannon Murphy makes a great play to keep it in the zone. Down in the far corner, Caputo has it for Team Yellow. He's got options in front, including Creelman. Now he gets the puck to Creelman. Creelman lets the shot fly, and he just misses the far side top corner as Manella was down and out. Caputo, 3.30 remaining here in the third period as Team Yellow have the puck pinned inside the offensive zone. Creelman receives the pass. His shot gets blocked by the shin pads of Andrews. And here comes Ben Ho-Lung for Team Black as he gets the puck out to center, but then it's picked up by Caputo for Team Yellow. Timmy Caputo cuts in. No passing option yet, so the puck taken away from him by Proven as she has the lone goal for Team Black and she brings it up the ice here. She's got Lemontagne heading to the net. Proven tries to feather it over. It's actually right on goal and a good save there by Ducher as he got a pad on that chance. That was close, but so far Team Yellow has been dominant and after the uh, Team Black goal, which is what they need to do to preserve the, uh, the win. 2.40 remaining here in the third period. Proven keeps the puck in the zone as she battles there. And it comes over to the near wall where Lemontagne comes up with it. Passes it back to the point and just out of the reach of Ben Ho-Long nearly kept the zone, but it's a delayed offside and that gives Dominic Tate some time to skate here for Team Yellow. Tate now under pressure from the forecheck of Proven. Caputo comes up with it and he'll bring it into the team black zone. Caputo brings it all the way into the corner, centers it back in front for Tate, who from his backside still managed to get a shot, but it was knocked down. Cleared to the line, but not out. Great play by Shannon Murphy. He's done a great job to hold that line. He really knows when to pinch and when to pull back. Yeah, yeah, he's learned that. Uh, couple, like you said, a couple years ago, you wouldn't have seen him do that, but... Yep. Uh, He's a feisty little guy, too. He's not very tall, <laughs> but you don't mess with Shannon or you don't mess with his teammates. That's right, he, yes. He'll jump right in there. 
Caputo tries to center that one for Kusi. It's broken up, and with a minute 30, here goes Team Black. Andrews, she's got Lamontagna with her, makes the pass over to Lamontagna, takes the shot, and it just goes wide of the near post. Lamontagna tries to feed it back in front. That's broken up as Megan McHugh there for Team Yellow, providing a good defensive presence. And there, Poitavent smacks it down the length of the ice. That's going to be an icing call here against Team Yellow with 107 remaining in the third period. I don't know if you want to do that. Not quite as hard, Davey, just <laughs> leg curling. <laughs> just so much and then, uh, you know, but uh, we'll see what happens here. A little over a minute and uh, one goal. We've got a timeout called here by Team Black as they trail by one with one minute remaining here in the third. Mm -hmm. yeah, probably design a play. I uh, don't know if, if uh, Manila will come out of the net. They're pulling him right now. Okay. Good call, Ed. <laughs> okay. A little six on five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we had that in the last game where Joey Cabral got pulled with, uh, I guess Couple it was about minutes. two minutes yeah. left. Yeah. yeah and and uh, they'd actually scored. That's right. Yeah. It wasn't quite enough. Well, we'll see if Team Black can capitalize with the empty net and the extra attacker on the ice. They've got one minute to try force this game to OT. And they're sending out their big guns. It's Amanda Proven, Ashley Andrews, and Samuel Lamontagna up front for Team Black. Karen Rousseau. Dominic LaRue and Gregory Russell on the blue lines. Rousseau gets the puck from the faceoff. Andrews can't corral it there. Proven nearly had a shooting chance, but that's swept away by Laura Mark. Now into the near corner as LaMontagna battles for it. Under a minute remaining here. Proven lets the shot fly. Huge save by Ducher as he covers it up with 50 seconds remaining in the third. Wow, he's done a lot better today. He had a bit of a shaky game, I think, yesterday. Giving up the three goals, but uh, so far only given up one and made a couple nice stops. And he's got 51.2 seconds left here to backstop his team to a potential victory as Team Yellow gets some late changes. And actually, we've got a timeout here called by Team Yellow, so a 30-second timeout for them to talk a little strategy for this important defensive zone faceoff. Yeah, you, uh, you need to, I guess, figure out, get everybody in the right spot because... Uh, You've, you've been to these, enough of these tournaments, Nico, to see that no lead is really safe. Uh, we've talked about it a lot, I think, over the years, and uh, we've seen three goal leads of, you know, just go up and smoke really fast. So mm -hmm. one goal is, is not safe at all here. Got to batten down the hatches and circle the wagons, all these neat cliches. <laughs> well, Sean tweeting in, it's time for Laura. I'm not a lover. I'm oh, sorry. Time for Laura, I'm a lover, not a fighter, Mark, to use those silky smooth hands and put this game away. Certainly one more goal for Team Yellow would be the insurance they need, but I think right now they're just going to focus on defending this one goal lead with 51 seconds left here. Yeah, win the draw, put it to the boards, whack it out, make them start over. It's Zach Robinson on the draw. He loses that one as Proven gains possession. She makes the pass over to Rousseau. There's the indicator of a good pass as they dig away for it. Proven lets the shot fly. A couple of Team Yellow defenders diving to block that one, and the puck rolls over to the near side. The Montaigne centers it into the hash marks. Rousseau tries to direct it on goal. They continue to whack away for it as Montaigne right there. 25 seconds left here in regulation. They can't clear the danger yet. It's behind the net. Lamontagne sweeps it out in front. Andrews whacks at it. Rolls right in. Ducher makes the save. It's still loose. Lamontagne gets a couple of whacks. And with 16.1 seconds left in regulation, a couple of clutch saves from Blaine Ducher to preserve this one goal lead. Absolutely. What pressure, though, by Team Black. Wow. <laughs> They've been all over it. Oh, they're throwing everything and the kitchen sink at the net here, but they can't crack Blaine Ducher right now. And with 16 seconds left, we'll see if they can equalize and force overtime. Puck to the line. Held in for the time being by Greg Russell. It's sitting there at the blue line. Eight seconds remaining. Caputo ices this one, and that'll do it. Team Yellow with just two seconds remaining here on the clock. Hold on for a big 2-1 wow. victory. That was a great game. You know what? This this little um, 
This is officially game one. You know, yesterday was the balancing game, but two more between these two, and it's going to come down to, I think, uh, game three tomorrow. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.